It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. No, ignorance is bliss, and I'm just really ignorant. <laughs> uh, I don't really have access to a whole lot, and I try to do that by design, so it's pretty intentional. And uh, aside from high school friends who may text me uh, what they're reading, and I'll text them back, and I prefer to remain ignorant, you know, so I would appreciate not getting text. Aside from that, I really don't know what's going on. Uh, I've been insulated at times to the point of being naive and a little stupid, but I'd rather err on that side than consuming everything and just, you know, having to, again, it takes your focus away from what is important and what will help you play well. And so that's kind of how I wanted to do it. Would you guys be able to do, I, by the way, I believe him because I think other people run his social media. He's yeah. not super active. If we didn't have jobs that revolved around being plugged into media and social media, if you were a football player or you were something else, could you just like completely insulate yourself? Never scroll through social. No. Never watch like no sports shows. Listen to podcasts. No. I, I told you about that one time. And I mean, the Twins just got eliminated from the playoffs. I turned off my phone for game one of 2019 in Yankee Stadium. And I had calls and texts of people wondering about my well-being yeah. because <laughs> I wasn't responding or texting or doing anything yeah. on a very crucial part of my life. So, no, I cannot. I believe him 100%. But I can't do that. Well, I believe he tries to. I don't believe that he is blissfully un- unaware of what's being talked about. Because when he goes to work, he goes to work at a place which is state of the art and has TVs everywhere. And every one of them almost is turned to ESPN. Now, it's turned down. But last time I watched Greeny, it said things like, 
Should Jets acquire Cousins? Will Cousins be traded? So it's, I, I it's do time believe to he get up on ESPN. Yeah. Should the Jets trade for Kirk Cousins? Should Kirk Cousins wait well, with no trade clause? Dak is whack. And the yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Cowboys are back. Exactly. So I do believe that he probably tries uh, to. I don't believe. I don't buy that he doesn't know about these and, things. And we actually might be bearing the lead here. Which one of Kirk Cousins' friends is a big Purple Daily watcher? Because he says his friends are texting him these ideas and these things that they hear. So <laughs> oh, Cousins' friends, Kirk's got spies too. Let us know in the comments which which Kirk Cousins' friends are watching Purple Daily. That's what I want to know. I don't doubt that Julie. See what these guys are clowning you again, Kirk. These I don't guys, doubt these. that Julie knows what's being said for sure. Girlfriends and wives are often the source of of monitoring things. Now, the husband or boyfriend might not want to know, but, I mean, I've heard countless stories of players being told by, you know, their mom, their dad, their wife, their girlfriend about what's being said. So I believe Kirk doesn't want to know. I I don't buy that he doesn't know. Does does Don monitor, you know, like the negative replies on Twitter and the YouTube comments when people are like, yeah, that Judd, he's a dimwit. You know, does she does she, she stock? Does, does she not. go to your defense? No, hell no. She agrees with the people who call me a dimwit. Are you kidding? No, more like Dud. Dud am yeah. I right? Huh? He, he clowned me for my mustache. Judd told me that. Oh, yeah. She thinks we're it. She she honestly. This I love God, her, but by the way. she thinks we're it. The, yeah, the. the, the well, we are idiots. She thinks so we're she's right about idiots. That. Yes. So, and I got no problem with that. I'd rather have play- that than be defended. The playoff mustache, the baseball playoff mustache is gone, thankfully. Well, yeah, I'm sure you got home, and I'm sure your fiance had a razor or the oh, electric I, razor at the door. I, I crashed into bed, and then about two minutes before I walked out the door, I went, oh, I have to shave the mustache, don't I? And then went away. Yeah. But did she say anything? Like as soon as the game. No, she was she was dead asleep when I I okay. didn't get home to like twelve thirty last okay. night, so she was passed out. But this morning when I left for work and I was walking, she's like, "Oh my god, it's gone!" And I was like, "Yes, it's." Well, you said gone. it'd be gone. I did. I was a man. Of my I words. think you were very fair about it, Thank and you. it did not look. I'm sorry. I've seen, including myself, bad stashes. Yours was not that bad. Thank you. It was it was pretty bad, but um, okay. This is Purple Daily presented by Quick Trip, and it's a state of the offense Thursday. So we've got all sorts of different things to dive into, starting with. Some interesting comments from Kirk Cousins when asked a very pointed question by Kevin Seifert, and then some interesting reporting about what may happen with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. But let's shout out our friends at Federated first and foremost here. Federated Mutual Insurance Company, been around for over 100 years, providing frontline protection for businesses. Uh, they're all about risk management. And Federated's corporate culture is grounded in equity, integrity, teamwork, and respect. And these four cornerstones create the foundation that supports all of their decision-making and interactions, including with your business. So if you're a business owner, maybe you're a next-generation business owner, you're, uh, you're going to get the family company handed to you, whatever it may be, um, they would love to form a connection and see how they can help you. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. And also, over at scorenorth.com right now, we have a couple things. scorenorth.com slash shop. Uh, in the merchandise section, we just released brand new Purple Daily football, football. shirts. That's right. Yeah. Celebrate your love for football by getting one of those Purple Daily football shirts. Scornart.com slash shop. When you click on collectibles, it'll take you to a whole new world here presented by our friends at Universal Sports Auctions of autograph memorabilia, um, framed, signed items, Vikings-related and Minnesota sports-related that you can buy for friends, family, think about upcoming holidays, man cave, office, 
We just showed you a Harrison Smith signed jersey right there, maybe a future Hall of Famer. Scornorth.com slash shop and click on collectibles. Ten percent at checkout with the promo code SCORE S K O R site wide. So all right, boys, state of the offense Thursday here. We'll start with just the high level, then we'll get into the Kirk Cousins discussion. So where does the Vikings offense rank in four key categories? They are fourth in yards per play, which is very good. They are 16th in points per game, which is not very good. 17th in expected points added and 12th in DVOA. So um, the analytics, they're mid-pack. The points per game, they're mid-pack. But the yards per play, they are moving the ball better than almost any team in the NFL not named San Francisco and Miami. <laughs> so and, but before we get to the Kirk thing, just... It's pretty simple, right? Like, they turn the ball over too much. <laughs> yeah, they, make, they move the ball, and they turn the ball they over. They make That's stupid mistakes. Points. Yes. Yeah. So, there's really, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out why they're fourth in yards and 16th in points. <laughs> State of Kirk Cousins, four key categories. He's seventh in passer rating, 13th in QBR, which is like passer rating with context, 11th in PFF grade, and 10th in expected points added. So, he's, like always, kind of like a a fringe top 10 quarterback in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. So the things I want to get into with you guys today are, number one, Kevin Seifert, your old colleague at the Star Tribune, currently at ESPN.com. He asked Kirk very pointedly yesterday, would you ever consider waiving your no trade clause? You know, it was kind of in and among this discussion about, do you hear any of the trade chatter, this, that? And right. and Kevin asked, do you, would you ever consider waving your no move clause. Kirk was very annoyed by the question. Uh he he did give an answer that wasn't no. I will I will not move it or I will not waive the no move clause. He basically said, "Hey, I don't give energy or thought to those things because those don't help me beat the Bears. I'm just I've got my head down, I'm focused." Uh and then he kind of like looked away and didn't want to continue the conversation. What did you make of that back and forth? I thought it was intriguing. First of all, it was not surprising. It's how Kirk answers questions that Kirk doesn't like necessarily. And I, I mean, I, I get it too. It's, it's not the type of thing. I mean, Kirk wants to talk about his friend's bagel shop or what, or what his pals are doing on the team with their endeavors and why he's wearing a funny shirt and going to the Twins game. He doesn't want to talk about the reality of the situation with his contract. Um, but what I made of it, if you read into what he said, is what he didn't say, which he, he had the opportunity to say, I am going nowhere. I am staying here. I have a no trade clause. Um, we, we will examine this after the season, uh, but now is the time to focus on the season, not just the Bears game, and um, there will be no trade involving me which could mean a thousand things. One very important thing it could, it could mean is he's been approached by the team to say, hey, would you, if we can find a home for you and things continue, and look, I mean, just to be clear, this is very, very fluid, okay? The Vikings are one and four, but they're not a god-awful team. Is the season done? It certainly, be, history would tell us yes, okay? Mm-hmm. Are they in the locker room buying that? No, absolutely not. An Unless they were a lot, unless they were a group of malcontents and louts, you're going to think you always have a chance. And you yeah. know what? 
Until you're eliminated, I'm fine with that. But that doesn't mean the people in the front office are going to agree. In fact, they're paid not to think like you think. And so I found it very intriguing that he did not say, Kevin, I am staying here. 2023, I'm locked in. Um, Instead, he sort of worked around the question with the whole, I'm focusing on the Bears. It doesn't do me any good. Uh, and as I said at the top of the show, I'm not buying. He doesn't know this. He knows what's going on. He can't. Avo- you can't avoid it. People. He admitted people yeah. are telling him. So um, to me, it could indicate a lot of things. But I would not put it past the fact that the team at some point in time might have approached him and said, "What do you at least think if we were to examine this?" So speaking of being ignorant, I don't think they have approached Kirk about this yet. I really don't. Has Quasi has Quasi heard phone calls or like has he maybe started to formulate some plans and the front office formulating plans? Yes, I think those have happened. I don't believe he has come to Kirk with the idea or even the thought of what do you want to do here right now? Now, we're getting closer and closer to the trade deadline. If there's another slip up in Chicago this time next week, I, I bet there's a conversation that probably starts to happen. But I think as of this point, knowing how this organization works and knowing how much they care about winning and how they have basically have committed themselves to Kirk outside of an extension beyond this season. I don't think that conversation with him has taken place yet. Yeah, I think I think you we're just kind of speculating here. Right. It is a reckless speculation Thursday across all of them. Reckless speculation. But yeah, I think it, it, it's a little early to go to him and say, or his agent and say, hey, would you waive this? And is there a team out there that you'd want to, focus on and maybe have a discussion about a contract with uh, because in that locker room, based on everything we just went over with the big picture, like they're, they're fourth in the NFL in yards per play right now. They're thinking on the ground level, Kevin O'Connell, Kirk cousins, let's just stop throwing interceptions and fumbling on the first play of every game and go beat the bears and then see what happens against the 49ers, right? Like once you get clear of those two games now in the front office, there has to be, Every sort of scenario has to be, you're looking out, you're, I mean, they're scouting for the draft next year, right? Like they're, so is it possible that they've been on the phone with a couple teams just saying, Hey, listen, like we're not going to like initiate this conversation internally yet with Kirk and the agent, but Hey, where are you guys at in terms of assets and, and needs? I'm sure those high level conversations take place, but Jay Glazer came out. Let's play this clip next. Yeah. This is another curveball here in terms of, the landscape of what may happen between Kirk and Vikings. Jay Glazer is as plugged in as any NFL insider. He doesn't he doesn't report and break news at the scale that like an Adam Schefter or an Ian Rappaport does because he does I don't think he really wants to. He's got a bunch of things going on and he's he's kind of said, I don't need to break everything. But Judd, you can attest, like he's friends with all the front office guys. He works out with players. Yep. When he says something, yep. there's impact behind it. And so he was on Rich Eisen's show, and Andrew Siciliano was filling in as the host. And Declan will play this back and forth. Kirk Cousins, I think right. most of the world thinks his deal, oh, A, his deal is up. B, the, right, right. They're, they're likely not going to pay him next year. Another mm-hmm. massive contract. So doesn't that, he fit there in that, under those I, criteria? I think, Vikings, I think the Vikings want him back. You do? Whoa. Yeah, I do. I do. At least in camp they did. Okay. Okay. I haven't been back there since camp. But I think they wanted him back then, yeah. That would be news to a lot. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we, Interesting. We talked about the possibility there. 
But I mean, they definitely wanted to and want to explore their options. And if the season, they have to make a decision in the next three weeks on this. That's the so they wanted him on a contract, right? They have. This is my own opinion here. Like, it would be organizational malpractice to not figure this out in the next three weeks. Well, because because if you don't want him back, or if you don't think he's going to re-sign with you, I think I think if you offered him what he wants. That's the thing. We don't like, is he looking for a three-year deal fully guaranteed? But if, if you aren't planning on bringing him back, are you just going to let him walk and go sign yes. somewhere else? That's what's going to happen. And then can, as opposed to, that's what's going to happen. We don't know what the in-season market which is. is why, we know that, which is why I don't know that I agree with you guys. That they haven't approached the agent about, you know, because what, what's probably transpired is they've gotten calls. I don't know that they're actively making calls themselves on Kirk, but they've probably got gotten calls. And that's why I think that there is a chance that they have approached the agent to say, Hey, what do you think about this? But Kirk, in in my opinion, Kirk at the end of the day is going to do exactly what he essentially told us back in, I think it was in May, which is we're not going to talk contract during the, during the season. I am going to, Examine this in March, which means he's going to have the ability to hit the market. So that's why, one, I don't think he gets traded. I just think it was interesting that he didn't tell Seifert, I'm staying here. You've got to at least read something into that. Um, But, you know, if you think about him waiving his no trade, that almost would certainly mean he's getting an immediate extension. And in my opinion... If you're Kirk and you have played the the free agent game at a Hall of Fame level now, like he is one of the greatest free agents of all time, I think you're going to, in March, hit the market again, have suitors, and sign the exact contract with bidders. I, I mean, okay. don't forget, don't forget, this is a guy who, when the Jets came to him in 2018 with an offer that was more more than the Vikings did, they took the offer to the Vikings I don't think the Vikings matched it, but they got close enough that Kirk felt comfortable signing here because he didn't want to sign with the Jets. Right. And and that's why I, I've never thought the Jets were a realistic possibility because, again, he would have to waive the no trade clause to go play for the Jets. I don't know. I don't. And, and for, for him to, if he's going to waive the no trade clause, I think you nailed it there, too. He's going to want some assurances that, all right, let's let's do this for two or three years. Well, Aaron Rodgers is there for you know, are they gonna are they gonna bump Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I guess if you're the Vikings, you just swap Cousins for Rodgers. That would be kind of fun, right? <laughs> he could finish off what Brett Favre uh, couldn't back in 2009. But back to your point about Kirk being a Hall of Fame free agent negotiator. At this point, it makes sense for him, even if he wants to come back to Minnesota, to just wait the extra five months now, less than five months. The league year starts first week in March, well, second week in March, so five months away, right? If he gets to that point and his goal is to see what his market value is, he is one of the top 12 quarterbacks in the world. So there is going to be one, two, three teams in addition to the Vikings that are going to offer him probably top five or six money. And he's going to make 45 to $50 million a year. If his goal is to see what, like what's the most he can get. Right. If I'm the Vikings, I want nothing to do with that bidding war. Why would I? And this has nothing to do with, this is where people like misconstrue the Kirk Cousins discussion. That, well, when you have a top 12 quarterback, you better be careful what you wish for going to the draft. You might wind up with something less. I'm not interested in a linear comparison between Kirk and quarterback B. 
I'm interested in building a 53-man roster. We know Kirk is a really good quarterback, but he's not a good enough quarterback on that top level to make up for the roster deficiencies that currently exist. And when I say that, I don't mean that he's not capable of completing a fourth quarter comeback or getting to the playoffs. I mean, he's not good enough, despite being one of the 12 best quarterbacks in the world, to overcome the deficiencies on this roster to make it a Super Bowl contender. So why would you continue to keep going down this path of new contract, one-year deal, two-year deal? Focus on building your house. But then people say, well, okay, well, let's let's start with Kirk in the house and then like build the house around him. With what assets? You need extra first round picks, extra second round picks, extra cap space to make that happen. Yeah. So if if his if like if if he told the Vikings right now, guys, I hear all the chatter. Let's put an end to this. I want to be the quarterback here. I think I can play at a high level for three more years. I want to sign a three year contract. I'll even rem- I'll remove the no trade. Give me like one more year of no trade so we can be in this marriage together. And I will take a lot less money than I would get in March in a bidding war for me. Okay. Then I would say, okay, let's have that conversation. If he's looking to get to March and pin the Vikings against two other teams, I want nothing to do with that. I want to build a roster. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So the thing that people don't get is this. Kevin O'Connell was hired here so that you didn't have to pay Kirk. He is hired here to identify a quarterback that the Vikings can build around who is supposed to be very damn good but is young and is inexpensive. So you don't make the change from – you don't blow out Spielman. Spielman largely got blown out because he couldn't find a quarterback and because Kirk was used against him because they tied up so much cap space in Rick's shortcomings. So Kevin O'Connell was here to get the most from Kirk short-term and then find a quarterback long-term who is not going to cost you as much. Kirk Cousins, again, if you go back to what people told us and, and if you believe them, which is if you don't, I don't disagree with you, but if you believe what Kirk Cousins said in the spring, because I asked him, I said, have there been any more talks from, Mar-? you know, they talked in March, they agreed they couldn't come to a deal And I think that was largely the Vikings saying, hey, we want to hang loose here. We don't want to pay what you're asking for at the time. And at that point in time, Kirk Cousins said no and basically said, we'll explore this again next March. So to think that Kirk Cousins is now going to shift and sign an extension now with the Vikings for less, I don't think there's a chance in hell. And I don't even know that in his heart, Kevin O'Connell wants Kirk back. He might. He might not. 
But the Glazer thing is intriguing because I'd love to know who he talked to exactly. Did he talk no. to O'Connell? Does O'Connell want Kirk back? Did he talk to Quazy? Does Quazy want Kirk back? Um, does Quazy not have faith that O'Connell can find a quarterback? I can damn well tell you Kevin O'Connell ain't, ain't, yeah. ain't going to look at Quazy and say, you're going to identify that QB. There's a lot of questions here, and there's possible friction. But I don't think that there's any chance in hell that Kirk Cousins is not going to allow himself or is going to allow himself, excuse me, to lose control of the situation. Every negotiation Kirk has been involved in, partially because he feels spurned by the system, has Kirk Cousins has been, again, he might be a fringe top 10 QB on the field, off the field. He's top three. And that's great. Awesome. Like if your mission is to go get the most money for your family and the most, that's awesome. Like that's what most players do. Go do that. But back to Vikingsville here for a moment. If the goal is to win a Super Bowl, and if you think Kirk Cousins can be the quarterback of a Super Bowl winning team, I think we all have to acknowledge they're sitting here. They're one in four. They won a bunch of one score games last year. But if you think Kirk Cousins can be the, the quarterback of a Super Bowl winning team, it's not this team. Certainly not as constructed right now, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe other teams, like if you were to put Kirk Cousins on the Niners, although I think at this point that ship has sailed because Brock Purdy, for far less money, is one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now in that system. So uh, that conversation can be officially put to bed after three years of fun speculation. But are there teams, if you plop Kirk Cousins on you know, the Eagles, on the 49ers, maybe in that Miami Dolphins offensive system, right? Like, could you make a case that he could win a Super Bowl? Sure, but not this team, not right now. So if you, if, if he wants to make as much money as humanly possible and take up 20% of the team's salary cap, my question back to people who want that to happen, including Kirk, is, well, then how do you build a Super Bowl roster? You know, they had one when he got here. They had an NFC Championship roster six years ago, one of the best defenses in the NFL, like, the goal there was let's plop a ready-made quarterback onto a great roster, mm-hmm. much like the 49ers. I don't think they were quite 49ers good, but they were really good, right? Like the goal is to win a Super Bowl, not to have, I guess, uh, assuredness at quarterback. I hear a lot of fans talk about it. it's really nice to know that you've got like one of the 12 best. There's no award for having the 11th best quarterback in the NFL. But if that makes you more comfortable, I guess, then... So be it. I'm interested, again, in a team. Somebody put up, I think it was Adam Patrick on Twitter, and showed, like, the Vikings average win totals and everything. in the Like, the Vikings averaged more wins in the four years before Kirk got here than in the six years after he got here. Not because it's his fault, necessarily. Not because he's garbage or whatever it may be. It's because the team isn't as good. And it's harder to build a great team when you commit that much in resources to one guy who's not good enough to overcome the deficiencies that were created in the first place. Well, so yeah. get me off of this ride if that's what he's interested in come March. You gave it a shot. That's the thing about it. I keep saying that. You gave it a shot. You, hell, you gave it a shot with Kirk. You gave it a shot with Harrison Smith. You gave it a shot with a lot of guys. And you know what? Football is a game of attrition and and turnover. And so, yeah, this is... I've just, I'm. I would not be surprised if the Vikings are exploring, and they should be all options. I will be shocked if Kirk gives up power, and at the end of the season, I think the Vikings will look 
especially coming off. You know, if they had won 13 games again, I would I'd be singing a different song here. Like if they were four and one right now and they were looking like they did last year and now yeah. it doesn't look like 2022 was a fluke. I'd be humming a different tune. But the reality is this year, in a lot of ways, is sort of back to where Kirk has been as the quarterback of the Vikings, which is statistically he's pretty damn good. He is pretty damn good. Uh, but the deficiencies of the team continue. And the issue is that if you are the Vikings, you are here to try and find and cultivate. And I would say this if Kirk was good. You know, I would say this if Kirk if Kirk had playoff success, which, by you know, he really is not. But if Kirk had playoff success, I would say the same thing. You know, Mike Zimmer had not it was not fired. You did not turn over the GM to stick with status quo. And that's why in March, I mean, I think the Vikings made a, a huge, huge 80 percent of the decision was made in March when Kirk and his agent, Mike McCarthy, said, obviously, let's do a deal. And the Vikings are like, eh, let's wait. Yeah, but then, but then, like to the Glazer thing, real quick, and then we can get to the rest of the uh, the state of the offense here. I believe Glazer's reporting that people with the Vikings want Kirk back, which means there's a gap between what that price point is yep. for the Vikings and what that price point is for Kirk. And I doubt the Vikings are insultingly lowballing him. Right? The Vikings are probably saying the same thing we are, which is, man, come on, dude, like God, you're like one of the highest paid professional athletes in the history of the United States of America, you've literally made a quarter of a billion dollars and we have some deficiencies. Can we, can we flex a little here? And Kirk clearly isn't willing to flex on the level that the Vikings want. And that's fine. And I know there's a lot of people that would say, Hey, if somebody came to you and said, would you take less money for this? That like, yeah, go, go feed your family, go make generational money. But if that doesn't align with the Vikings team goals, then okay. It's an easy parting of ways. So, boy, after all this discussion here, I feel like I need some therapy, boys. It's a good thing Purple Daily is sponsored by our friends at BetterHelp. Mm. And on this show, we provide football therapy, at least we feel like we do, uh, every Sunday on Ventline and throughout the week here, especially for this sort of slow start to the season. Well, actual therapy has helped me greatly in my life throughout the years through the death of parents and some loved ones. Uh, some other big life and professional events. So, you know, if you ever experience moments or stretches where your mind is racing or uh, maybe you feel like your mind is getting in the way of self-progress, that's where therapy comes in. So you can figure out what's holding you back mentally. Therapy gives you a place to do just this. so You can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental peace. And for me, therapy has helped unlock some things in my brain, helped me get out of the way of some bad behaviors into new productive ones. Great football players and athletes need coaches to maximize and optimize their performance. And so that's how I would view therapy. Uh, so if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Purple Daily to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Purple Daily daily also judd let's shout out our friends over at ugly deck here uh therapy for your deck actually oh god yeah could be a good thing yeah and in fact (laughs) you're about to see a deck there well that one's nice but you're about to see a deck that needs work and if your deck ugly ugly deck with that mustache that's the new name for deck now now here's the deck look at that (laughs) and then look what happens you know why because ugly deck.com actually gives you a 
beautiful deck. And right now they're offering what they're calling a Reserve My Deck Package Now special uh, for the DIYer who wants to build a deck in the spring and save huge bucks. This is for a limited number of customers who reserve their deck package now. UglyDeck.com is offering up to $1,000 off a full deck package plus locked in 2023 pricing. UglyDeck.com will then deliver your deck package to your driveway by May 1st of next year and you can save as much as $10,000 on your deck build. Go to UglyDeck.com, click on the Reserve My Deck Package now. Reserve My Deck Package and save huge with our friends from Ugly Deck. Yeah, And a shout out to our friends at Nutrisource too. I've got a sleeping monster down here. Oh, I am hungry. So dad made a mistake. Uh, he forgot to go get, she was almost out of her Nutrisource chicken and rice, which she loves. And so dad had it on his list to go get some more for her yesterday and then realized uh, he forgot this morning. So she had, I think she had like one full scoop left. So I had to like give her kind of a half a scoop for dinner last night and a half a scoop this morning. Just because, you know, I don't want her to not have a meal, but she gets very upset when her Nutrisource isn't delivered in a timely fashion. Let's just put it that way. Well, you know what? Her friend Stella doesn't blame her one bit because Stella gets upset too. And what Stella really loves is when she comes back inside from going out and gets her training rewards treats. That's what she loves. In fact, right there, she's endorsing them. She told me, get out of the way. I'll bark about Nutrisource, much like your guy Vinny. Yeah, Vinny, Vinny will just pose in the middle of the carpet. Just, hey, look at this. Go get me some Nutrisource treats. I know where they are. They're in the back pantry. I'll get up. I could be snoozing. I could be in the deepest REM cycle sleep in the world, Dad. But if I hear that bag, I'm up, I'm at them, and I want my Nutrisource. That's NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, the next category here, state of the offense, meat and potatoes. And the meat and potatoes are pretty good this year, gentlemen. Especially the interior, the guard. Let's talk about guards here, okay? Vikings guard play. Football. Mm. Oh, this is going to throw a lot of people for a loop, so be careful. I know. They're going to be it's like, been a problem what? for years and years and years. Yep. So coming into this week here, after five weeks, 80 qualified guards in the NFL that have played enough snaps to qualify for the guard rankings on PFF.com. So 80. Ed Ingram ranks 18th out of 80. Ezra Cleveland ranks 10th out of 80. So the Vikings have two of the top, according to PFF, two of the top 18 guards in the NFL this year. Ezra Cleveland, 11th in run blocking, 16th in pass protection. Ed Ingram, 9th in run blocking, 53rd in pass protection out of 80. So he's still 
He's better in pass pro than he was last year. It's still kind of a bugaboo for him. But by just about any measurement, when you take the guards being competent with the tackles being also very, very good, the Vikings have the best offensive line they've had in years. With Dalton Reisner just sitting there as a backup who started in Denver for four years. It's very interesting. And uh, perhaps not so coincidental that I believe we have certainly seen an uptick in the guard play since Dalton arrived and Dalton's not playing. <laughs> right. So, yeah, they're all, they're all just like, all right, practice all, starts all at five in the morning. All right, here we go, coach. Go now. But what does this do to all, all of the O-line uh, bashers, which included us because they weren't good, especially interior, for a long time, you know, because we still hear – like, that's the default, right? Oh, the offensive line sucks. It's like, well, actually, it doesn't. And, and a year ago, you know, I mean, when the tackles started to play well, that was one thing. But now, there's a lot of teams in this league with much bigger problems than the Vikings. So I feel like it takes away some of the some of the ammunition. You know, well, what's Kirk supposed to do? The offensive line sucks. Eh, it doesn't suck anymore. So here's one more on, on the Kirk front in terms of pressure. So according to Pro Football Focus, Kirk Cousins is the sixth least pressured quarterback in the NFL so far this year. Okay. So he has the sixth lowest pressure rate against in the NFL. Now, he's getting pressured on like 30% of dropbacks, but that's life in the NFL. Even right. though I think Tua might be the least pressured quarterback. Some of that's because Miami has a lot of just quick throws and misdirection and stuff, but you know, the least pressured quarterbacks are at like 25% of snap of, of dropbacks. They're getting pressured. Kirk's at like 30. So this is, we're talking like the cleanest pockets he has seen in a long time so far in the, in the first five games of sample size in 2023, when he is pressured. So the offensive line saying, Hey, we got this more than we ever have, but there's still going to be times when you get pressured because that's why those guys over there make a lot of money to try and pressure you. When he is pressured, Kirk ranks 20th in PFF grade and 24th in accuracy rate. His passer rating is pretty high because he actually has seven touchdowns to one interception when pressured. So you could look at different numbers and kind of tell a different story. But he he largely hasn't been as good when pressured this season as he was last season. And guess what? Those big guys, they're not responsible for fumbling the football. So, like, they're not they, – they've done their job. They've yeah, done well. There's job. a couple times where like someone doesn't do their job, sure, and then a free runner hits Kirk and absolutely. You know. I'm just I'm just saying the narrative that existed and rightfully so is now gone. That part of it for now. Yep. Yep. We'll see. We'll see if it continues. Um. So yeah, pretty good offensive line play. Okay. Next category, the running backs. Alexander Madison. We need to talk. That's the category. <laughs> So uh, 58 qualified running backs, according to Pro Football Focus, and Alexander Madison ranks 47th out of 58. In terms of receiving and like passing game grade, so this would be as a pass catcher and as a pass protector, like Mm -hmm. blitz pickups, he ranks 55th out of 58 running backs through the first five games. 37 running backs have gained 20 yards on at least one play. So one big explosive run, 37 of them. The Dolphins have a guy that has six of them, by the way. Madison has yet to tally a run of 20 yards or more. He does have a handful of 10-yard runs. Yeah, It's not really the offensive line's fault as much this year. They're actually blocking really well up front. 
So I think we're just kind of finding out five games in. He's an NFL player. Like, no one's questioning that. But in terms of, like, a lead featured back, it's it's just it's probably too much for him to, to take on. Is Cam Akers going to start to get more of an opportunity? Because, one, it feels Good. like he has far more of a burst. I mean, my thing, the eye test to me, the old school eye test from this football-y football guy, is when I watch Madison carry the ball, there is a clear lack of a burst, and um, Ty Chandler has it. Now, whatever it is, he can't block, whatever, he ain't going to play. They just don't like him playing. Uh, but Akers has it. And the other thing is, and I saw this on film a few times, Akers actually threw some halfway decent chip blocks. So I'm not so sure he's, like, unplayable because he can't block. I think he is playable. Mm-hmm. I would just start to morph, and, I, you know, Again, I am not insinuating anybody takes Dalvin Cook's spot, okay? So this is not a Cam Akers should be the guy. But I think Cam Akers, starting on Sunday, deserves more of a chance. I agree. And Madison can still play, but I don't think I have seen him this season yet through five games put his foot in the ground and take off. Oh, he tries. Put that foot in the ground. He Poor tries, yeah. but I haven't seen him put his foot in the ground and take off. You know that clear, like, just sort of path of a runway where a guy gets going? Yeah. It's more like he wants to bowl people over. God bless him. I love that. But that's not necessarily how you're going to get big runs. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, you know, I hate to to dump on the guy because I've kind of questioned this ever since they decided that Dalvin probably wasn't com- coming back. I have posed questions about Madison. You have. I don't mean to, like, disrespect him. He's an NFL running back. I just don't know what he's great at. He's like, it's not, I mean, Ty Chandler's the fastest running back on the roster, right? I know that Ty Chandler is pretty bad in pass protection. Um, Okay, so Madison, is he great as a third down back picking up blitzes and catching passes? He's not great at that. So what would you say you do here as a starting running back? I I just, I think we've probably seen enough. And then the the last category here, and this is real football-y here, boys. Football. It's personnel personnel okay so the vikings last season this is this is first down personnel packages when the the canvas is blank right it's first and 10 love it and you can put your true self out there your true personnel self bring it on last year the vikings ran 64 percent 11 personnel which was i think fringe top five most 11 personnel in the league 11 personnel is Three wide receivers, a running back, and a tight end. So 64% of the time. Mm. This year, they've scaled that back to 54% of the time. And with the other like half, they're just putting more tight ends out. Mostly Josh Oliver is getting the snaps here. How does that differ from what we thought they were trying to do with like the Niners offense, right? Extra, you know, extra tight end, extra running back, or extra fullback, and the Dolphins, which are the, the Dolphins and the 49ers are the two best offenses in the league right now. They run a ton of two running back looks or running back and fullback looks. Hmm. Only <laughs> sparingly do those two teams use three wide receiver sets. Mm-hmm. I think the Vikings would like to get there, but they're still very dependent on having those three wide receivers running routes. You know, KJ Osborne. Oh. I mean, dude, the 49ers basically don't have a meaningful third wide receiver unless one of their top two guys goes down or something. If you look at the targets, there's not like a third wide receiver in sight when it comes to Niners targets, and they score 36 points a game. Right. So 
I do wonder if the Vikings move even further in that direction with Justin Jefferson out. Would they be would they be more likely to elevate, you know, like Powell for fifty snaps or somebody else? Or would they say, listen, Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne, let's really lean into heavier packages, run the ball more, maybe some more misdirection. Well, I just don't know that like putting three receivers on the field without Justin Jefferson yeah. is the best way to generate offense with what I they agree. have. So. I agree completely. But they have two problems here. And and one is um self inflicted and one is a disappointment to them. Their first problem is I think they would, and we saw it in week one, I think they would love to run uh two guys in the backfield. But it's often CJ Ham who can't yeah. play that much. That's self-inflicted. Their reliance on, oh, C.J. Ham will be fine. C.J. Ham is a, has a very, he's a very role-like player. Like, he needs his role. And that does not include a lot of snaps. Okay, so that's their fault. They, they misjudged that. And they all love him, and I know that. But that doesn't make him, a, that does not make him a, a lots of snaps guy because he's popular. The other one, and this is, a disappointment, I'm sure, is the tight ends. And 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 I know his stats are, you know, we his stats are good, but TJ Hawkinson has not been what they thought. You know, yeah. when you write TJ Hawkinson that check, and, and now you've got, and I know he fumbled, but for the most part, I think he's done his, I think he's held up his end of the bargain. Josh Oliver. So they paid him, and I think he's been, for the most part, very good at what he was paid to do, which, by the way, is not to catch the ball, it's to block. Uh, but TJ Hawkinson needed to break out now. Like, like if you're not talking about with what he's making, if the conversation is not how TJ Hawkinson is the Vikings, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, up with that group, something's gone wrong. And honestly, five games in, I don't care what his stats are. I think any of us who have watched the Vikings play would agree that TJ Hawkinson has been a disappointment compared to what the expectation was. Yeah, and, and one other thing too, just one last thing on the PFF front. They're the only platform that tracks this stuff so that the public can digest it. So Josh Oliver is the number one run blocking tight end in the NFL this year, which is exactly what he was last year with the Ravens. It's exactly what you're signing. The fumble was awful. He can catch some passes, but it's an awful way. But he's been largely exactly as advertised. Mm -hmm. So there have been, let's see here, 50... How many qualified tight ends? 83 qualified tight ends so far in the NFL. Josh Oliver, number one in run blocking. George Kittle, number four. And he's one of the best pass-catching tight ends we've seen in the last, you know, well, probably ever in the NFL. TJ Hawkinson, middle of the pack as a run blocker. He's not a train wreck, but he ain't George. That's the difference. Like, San Francisco goes out there. Their CJ Ham is Kyle Juszczyk. Right. Exactly. You know, their their KJ Osborne, who's been the Vikings' number two wide receiver, is Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel. Their Alex Madison is Christian McCaffrey, and their TJ Hawkinson is George Kittle. And then they have a Hall of Famer at left tackle, and so you can see how the Vikings schematically. There's some things that probably need to be a little bit different, but when you start to stack up personnel, personnel. I mean, the Niners would take Justin Jefferson, but but Hawkinson. He's the biggest disappointment because he's actually being paid. Yeah, you know, expecting expecting CJ Ham to become a player he's not is your fault. Oh, we're disappointed. Well, that's your fault. Yep. Um, but when you but when you know when Hawkinson stages a hold in, 
you then cave and pay him, and he is not having a absolute monster year. Come on, you expected way more than that. Yep. So, all right, that's a wrap on the uh, state of the offense section of today's Purple Daily here. Time now for a little random Viking of the week, gentlemen. Mm. A battle of historical wits. Declan is the giver of the clues here today because Judd's on a four-game winning streak. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sean Hill, Seatric Faison, Carl Eller, and Dwayne Clemens. Dwayne so, Judd, Clemens. nice job. Dwayne. 61 career victories for Judd. Declan has 29. I have 13. In the new era where we started all three playing, Judd with nine victories. I have five. Declan has three. And so it's Declan's turn to throw out the clues here. Losers out every week. We get up to three incorrect guesses each. If we get to our third, we are eliminated. The other person wins by default. So, Dex, what do you got for us today? All right, let's start with this. This random Viking of the week was a third-round draft pick. Oh, okay. No cheating. Okay, I am going to, because I have it with me, I yeah, am going to... Yeah, we can control to F. Control. control F. I'm going to call, yes, I'm going to get that list in front of me. I am, too. Let's right. see here. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. I just don't, don't want someone accusing me of cheating, because right now my head's turned. It's clear I'm on my computer. Vikings third-round pick. Oops, didn't mean to say that. Well, you said third round pick. You didn't say Vikings third round. I pick. just said third round pick. I, <laughs> I just being right. a smart ass. Sure. I just being sure. a smart ass. Randomly. All right. You want me to give the next clue? Are you good? Yeah. Do you have a guess? Oh yeah, no. Keep going. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. I do have a guess, but I'm going to wait one more clue. Okay. It's random Viking of the week. Want to uh, played played in a Super Bowl? Hmm. Did you? Is that not what you thought? He had a touchdown Maybe. in that Super Bowl. Oh, definitely not the guy I thought. I don't think. This random Viking of the week had 572 touches in his NFL career. Okay. Pretty good amount of touches. This random Viking of the week had 57 touchdowns in his regular season career. Wow. This random Viking of the week, I mentioned the Super Bowl. He also played in five 
total NFL playoff games? Is it? Uh, hold on, I want to see if we've done this guy. We have. Damn it. How many? Uh, five total playoff games. Five total playoff games. Three starts. One of those starts was not with the Vikings. So he played in five games. He did not start the game officially. Wait. One. Mm-hmm. So he played five. So, he had five games. Five, play, five games. Five playoff games, okay. Three starts. He yep. played in a playoff game with the Vikings. He did not start said game. So he played in one playoff he, he game. He played in the game. He just wasn't a starter. Which basically means he wasn't on the field for the first play. I mean, that's a pretty impressive touchdown-to-touch ratio. You know? That's like... Five? That's really impressive. Playoff games. Five hundred seventy-two touches. No. Phil Mackey once tweeted about this random Viking of the week. Wow, we're getting to this already. Landing this random Viking would be a pipe dream. And it turned out to be true. He ended up landing with the Vikings. You said it was a pipe dream to land this type type of guy. I will say, when you tweeted this, you did not land with the Vikings immediately. From your date of this tweet mm. to when he actually played with the Vikings, there was a gap. You called it a pipe dream. I'm not going to give you the years yet because you can start to nail it down from there. I'm trying to think about the players that I fawned over. Pipe dream. Pipe dream. Who was I? Who would I have? Is it, uh, no, he's had more touches than that. So he played in. I'm going to see if we've done this guy. Yeah, we have done that guy. So first round. Oh, I don't know if oh, 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 oh. No, we've done that guy too. I've had, I've had three come to mind that we've, we've done them all. We've done them all. Judd once tweeted, the Vikings are not getting a return on their investment for this random Viking of the week. They're not getting a good return on their investment. So at one point, I was high on this player. When this player arrived, maybe it wasn't quite as advertised. So, I'm so Dex, just, just to be clear, mm-hmm. he played in five playoff games. Yes. And then he played three of them with the Vikings? Five playoff one, games. One. Three okay. starts. Okay. One game with the Vikings in the playoffs. Okay, that's what that's what I goofed up. Okay, one one Vikings. Um, I think I know the year that they that this uh, playoff situation happened, and I'm trying to just go comb through the roster in my mind. One time Pro Bowler, this random Viking of the week, just one Pro Bowl. God, why am I drawing a blank on this? It's not getting a. Going into the 2012 season, he was number 47 on the NFL's top 100 list. Greg Jennings? Greg Jennings. Yeah, that's a good guess, dude. Yep. Oh, no. 
a little quiet. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you more sound on that. Okay. But it was incorrect. Because he was, oh, you know, he was a second round pick. Damn it. So going into 2012. Going into, so going into 2020, he was one of the best players in the league. Mm-hmm. Fifty-seven touchdowns is a lot of touchdowns, too. No, we did him. Yeah, there's like there's there's a couple players I want to guess, but like we've already done we've already done one of them for sure. I'm kind of lost here. You might have to keep giving. Clues. No, he wouldn't have had fifty-seven touchdowns. It wouldn't matter anyway. It's random like the week ran a four-three forty at the NFL Combine. Okay, so uh, be this guy. <laughs> what like the hell? Guy. This is amazing. I should use this guy. So going to 2012, he was one of the best players. Just one season with the Vikings. And it was by far his most disappointing season. Mm-hmm. People are probably screaming at their freaking speakers right now. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, shoot. Man, those are some weird years, man. Like 13, 14. What the hell? But they had like, I, I, I almost just want to think out loud here and collaborate with Judd. So, and a third-round pick. Not by the Vikings. No. 572 touches, 57 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Those are really good numbers. They've had... Finished third in Rookie of the Year voting in 2009. Because Harvin won it, I think. Wait. No. I'm trying to think of like random guys that they've had. (laughs) No, they never had. I remember having, okay, I will say this. I don't recall this player ever playing for the Vikings, but I remember in that era, I was dying for Darren Sproles to be a Viking. And I tweeted about it, I'm almost certain. But I don't think Darren Sproles. I think he did talk to him. Well, no, because he played for the Saints in the, right? Yeah. And the Chargers. And he's a Charger. Chargers. And an Eagle. Wasn't he an Eagle yeah. during the Chip Kelly? Dude yeah. had some serious speed to his game, but not Darren Sproles. That wasn't an official guess, by the way. That yeah, I know. No, I wouldn't have held that against you. I, I feel like you were just articulate. But I really, really wanted them to have a player like that. And they, they, never, they never did. He complained about his tenure in Minnesota, mostly about the quarterback. Said he didn't do his job. The quarterback didn't do his job? Mm-hmm. I, I, and it's not Greg Jennings. Not Greg Jennings. Who was a second-round <laughs> pick. After leaving oh Minnesota, he Jerome pops Simpson. back up. Jerome Simpson. Yeah, that's it. Oh, man, that's not it. No! What? That's not it. Have we used him before? We have used him before. I don't know. Son of a... 
wasted gas. Oh my God! I thought you. Ha- I was walking. I was going to the locker room. I, will I gotta say, come back for the locker room. You crumpled your paper. I gotta get back to the locker room. His. His uh, disgruntlement, if you will, was correct because after he left the Vikings, he had a really good year the next season with the Baltimore Ravens. Popped right back up. Was pretty good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold the phone. Please view those. This is insane, dude. Baltimore Ravens. Okay, now I'm completely blanking. Like I give you his numbers in the NFL. I've lost it. I have completely <laughs> lost it. I knew it. Seven, I'm resigning. 17, 11, 11, 17, 14. <laughs> uh, Cordero Patterson. We've used him. He's a first-round pick. I know. We actually haven't used him, by the way. We haven't? Just so, for future reference. Sheree Floyd's coming at he you next. was a, if a court, how do I phrase this? He was the wrong type of player for Teddy Bridgewater. He thrived with the guys who had deep ball abilities. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Uh, Mike Wallace. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Totally forgot about that guy. Mike Wallace. And it makes sense because he was like a big-time deep threat touchdown guy. That's right. Mike Wallace. I completely drew a blank. One season, 39 grabs, 473 yards, led the league in yards per catch a couple times. Why did I complete? 17. Yeah, he wore 17. I completely drew a blank. Like, I'd been so hot, and now I'm just running. In 2013, Mackie said that it would be a pipe dream to land him. And uh, yes. they eventually did land him. Just took two more years to land, or a year and a half. I completely forgot about him. I, I, I wow. don't. I, you know, his name didn't even pop into my mind. That's right. He was a Steeler, right? Wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, uh, yeah Steeler he was a Steeler. seventeen here, mm-hmm. right? Wow, mm-hmm. amazing. Mike Wallace. All right, nice uh, job. Judd. Why don't you tell the audience about our friends at Livia here? Take your loser lap and talk about Livia. Oh, don't. <laughs> Don't be like me when it comes to random Viking of the Week. Be like me a couple of years ago. Lost 40 pounds thanks to this program. Livia Weight Control Centers. It's not a diet, folks. I keep saying this, guys. This is not a diet. It's a lifestyle change, and the most important thing is it doesn't stop you from leading your life. That's right. The dietitians, nutritionists at Livia are going to do their job, unlike me right there on Random Viking of the Week. They're going to help you drop that weight and have I got a deal for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Livia days have been extended through October 21st. Join now, and instead of three months free, which has been the offer for quite some time, you will receive six months free. Six months free. That is absolutely incredible. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. Imagine all the weight you can lose. Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. Check in today. Get started. Quit procrastinating because this offer is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. All right. State of the offense (laughs) Thursday and a marathon random Viking of the week session right there. I'm shocked you didn't get that quick. I'm shocked one of us didn't get that quicker. That's a weird era of Vikings football, though. Just like a lot of, a lot of randos kind of coming in, going out. But thanks for hanging out with us here. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Feedback Friday tomorrow.